0: Hello everybody and welcome to another Real World Road Test. I'm John Hangdorf on the Radio Show Limited Network. I'm in Canada, it's early morning, the birds are singing and the car that we're having a drive of at the moment is the second generation of the Cadillac CTSV. Real World Road Tests. Well, we're starting this real world road test behind the wheel. That's a bit unusual, but there's a good reason for that. I wanted to start with the driving impressions. We can talk about the styling, the equipment, etc., uh, in a, a little while. But the driving impressions are most important because this is very much a driver's car. Now, it's an American car, it's a Cadillac, and already I can hear your eyebrows raising. Because for many a long year, American cars have been the butt of automotive jokes when it comes to ride and handling. Or perhaps I should say the lack of handling. Well, stop laughing because the jokes, as far as this Cadillac is concerned, are on the Europeans. And they need to be looking behind them. This is a four-door saloon. Plenty of boot space. Trunk space, I suppose. I should say very comfortable inside and the interior quality is excellent and more on that in a little while as well but behind the wheel this car feels absolutely the equal of any similar type of vehicle from europe i'm sat in behind a beautiful leather clad steering wheel in fully adjustable recaro semi race seats and everything is where it should be fabulous titanium finished panels to do the gear shift on the eight speed gearbox but the real heart of this car the beating heart of this car is about three feet in front of me it's a v8 of course it is It's 6.2 litres, it's supercharged for 650 horsepower and 640 foot-pounds of torque, and it's absolutely addictive. We talk about power a lot, don't we? But actually, you drive torque, and that is where this Cadillac really scores the sonorous v8 drops down to four cylinders imperceptibly cylinder on demand technology which means that the fuel mileage is actually pretty good done just over a thousand miles in the last 10 days or so a little bit more than that at an average of uh, just on 30 miles to the uk gallon a bit more than that when we're just cruising down the highways I have to say the sound of that, the visceral sound of that supercharger and the roar of the V8 uh, becomes too much of a temptation at times and just blipping the throttle brings your fuel consumption down. It's a proper, proper performance car. Let me give you a little bit of history about the V series. Uh, This effectively is AMG or Quattro or, or Alpina as far as, the German brands are concerned. This is Cadillac making sure that they have cars that excite, that entertain and that fulfil a sporting promise. The Cadillacs that race in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship are termed DPI VR. That's V-Series Racing. And quite a lot of what they have learned from that racing series goes into the Cadillac V-Series cars. This is the CTS-V four-door. Lots of room. I'm I'm a sucker. Hand up. I'm a sucker for an old-fashioned Q car, a car that is fairly toned down, but beneath it beats the heart of a lion, and that's exactly what this Cadillac is. By American standards, it's not that large. It would quite easily look at home in the UK that means it's easy to park in the oversized supermarket car parks uh, here in the US and sitting in behind the wheel on these Canadian roads with the adjustable suspension the Ride suspension doing its job smoothing out the worst of the excesses I think immediately of how good this car would be on our rubbish UK roads. It rides only on 19 inch rims which perhaps might seem a bit small for a car with all of that performance potential but actually the balance between grip and ride quality is absolutely superb and the guys at the Cadillac suspension department should take a little bow for getting it all right. There's something just inherently right about sitting in behind the wheel of this car, which is a genuine 200 mile an hour machine. Not that I have to say I've got anywhere near that, but I have no doubts that that claim on all of the literature is absolutely true because this engine, and I'm sorry for talking about the engine again, but the engine is just brilliant. It just keeps pulling like a train. The torque and the power working seamlessly together in four-cylinder or eight-cylinder mode. To, it's like stretching an elastic band that just never breaks in terms of how the torque and the power is delivered from this uh, big engine. Uh, this engine, of course, the basis of it was is what is raced in the Cadillac DPI VR the biggest engine in the prototype racing series uh, category in IMSA and we've seen how successful and competitive that engine can be and it's the torque more than the power even in that racing engine that has brought it all of the success and uh, led IMSA to have to balance the performance of that engine back down and in fact ultimately has led to a downsizing of that engine to uh, just five and a half litres. Well, everything that you think you know about American cars and particularly about American engines, just throw it out the window. This is smooth. It's relatively economical in highway use. I dare say, if you took it on a track day, you could get it down to single digits in terms of miles to the gallon. And by the way, if you took it on a track day, you would surprise a lot of sports cars very much indeed this car is a track day start but that you can then you know load up your friends your family three sets of golf clubs in the bag do your supermarket shopping or whatever it's almost criminal that i can't get this car in the uk or europe i just don't understand why we're not getting it the environment inside is beautiful Alcantara and leather everywhere a bit of carbon fibre everything where it should be fully configurable dashboard in front of me which at the moment uh, I've got set to the V mode Um, it's a TFT screen of course so you can do all kinds of things with it but it's got a, a nice mix of traditional and modern because there's still actually a couple of chrome bezels that surround the TFT screen, so you still do have the outline of of three dials, I really like that. A lot of piano black, which uh, if I'm honest is difficult to to keep clean, particularly in warm uh, warm weather. The centre console dominated by the Cadillac VU system, which is their uh, sat-nav and electronic communication system. Uh, that's tilted up at a a reasonable angle problem with that is if I open the sunroof or indeed the blind on the sunroof which is just up to my right hand side any kind of sun coming down basically you can't see that on there but I'm nitpicking here I am absolutely just trying to give you a, a balanced view of this car but there's virtually nothing that I don't like about it the ventilation and heating system is brilliant Uh, heated seats that seem to move in a million different ways including the side bolsters and the back bolsters as well honestly I've sat in racing cars that aren't as comfortable as these seats can be made it's an absolutely extraordinary feeling to be behind this wheel of this car and know that you've got so much performance underneath your right foot actually in some ways it makes you not want to use it um, you drive smoothly and calmly the four exhaust pipes that peek out under the back valance, there just burbling away gently. And it's a car that attracts attention. So, if you're a shrinking violet, then perhaps this isn't the car for you. This CTSV in a bright metallic blue, I've had so many people come and ask me about it, and it's been everybody from Young drivers in hot hatchbacks, other Cadillac users, of course, and other uh, performance car drivers from European and particularly German cars who are quite clearly the market for this Cadillac CTS-V. I think if Cadillac can get people behind the wheel of this car and to drive this car, whether they are in one of the premium German brands already or not that they will get people to seriously consider this car because in driving it is when this car really does do its best thing behind the wheel in the seats even sitting in the back of the car which by the way has its own seat heaters, it is its own climate uh, tested by Shea Adam our pit lane reporter uh, and she's quite choosy when it comes to sitting in the back of a car uh, proclaimed uh, it has passed the Shea Adam test so very impressive indeed. In Canada as this car is specced up with a carbon fibre pack and one or two extras it's 111,000 Canadian dollars, they start at just under 90,000 American and to be honest dollar for dollar, cent for cent horsepower and foot pound of torque, value for money, yeah absolutely I'm not sure there's anything else that you would give you this raw performance. This effectively is two cars. You've got the no-nonsense, mindless, fantastically brilliant, leery, loud, and almost animalistic sports car, sports saloon, let's say, when you want it to be. And then it's a refined Cadillac when you want it to be it has that dual personality and it's brilliant and with the level of personalization that you can do with the suspension with the engine noise and the exhaust with how the power is delivered there's a track mode as well various different modes here on the center console for the traction control and how the car operates honestly there's everything you need in this car very good i must compliment actually Cadillac on the owner's manual. Very good, very clear, very easy to find anything you want to. Although, to be honest, most people, particularly most blokes, will never pick it up and read it. I know I'm a bit of an oddity. I always read through owner's manuals. Um, But it is relatively intuitive with uh, quite a lot of the functions being controlled from a couple of uh, four-way, six-way rocker switches on the steering wheel, which is heated. And just everything I touch, even as I'm touching that steering wheel, it breathes quality. So the Cadillac CTS-V, a car that perhaps will surprise those who are devotees of European performance and prestige cars. But for those who know the V brand, this is no surprise at all. Cadillac have been quietly working away with their V series for quite some time. And their customers are very evangelical and very devoted to the brand. And everyone that I've met, every V Series owner that I've met, has a little self satisfied smile on their face when you start talking to them about their cars. And I know why it is now because they are in on one of the best kept performance motoring secrets in the world CTSV. Please, Cadillac, bring it to Europe bring it to the UK. I'll drive it in left-hand drive. I really don't want to give this car back. Real-world road In front of me is the second generation of Cadillac CTS V, four-door, uh, 6.2 supercharged, 650 horsepower. I can't say that enough because those kind of figures are extraordinary. But let's have a look at the styling of this car. It's got a few nips and tucks over the first version of the car still very recognisably the Cadillac CTS and for those that don't know this is a pretty European sized car to be honest think of a Holden Commodore or a Vauxhall Amiga that sort of size so basically what we're looking at here is a an Audi A6 BMW M5 type of car that has the performance to back up its looks The angular styling I like, it's aggressive, Uh, this has got the carbon pack on so it's got an extension to the front splitter, also the carbon louvres in the bonnet. Very lovely grille with a sort of satin finish to the uh, crossed wire and the surround as well. Right in the middle of the grille, the Cadillac badge, that V-shaped logo which actually as repeated on a few places inside the car and around daytime running lights that run down from the headlights, which go all the way back uh, to pretty much the wheel centre line on the top of the wings on both sides. Just 19-inch rims, multi-spoke, very similar to the wheels on the Cadillac uh, racing car, the DPI VR. Lovely little grille on the side behind the wheel arch with the V-Series logo on there, just uh, venting a bit of air from underneath the wheel arches. Four doors, as I said. This car's got the uh, gloss black pack on as well, down the side, B-pillar, all very glossy piano black. The door handles light up of an evening. They're sort of internally lit, which is a nice touch. There are blinds, manual blinds, on the rear window and an electric blind. Uh, Operated from the centre console on the front window now my test is always to sit in behind myself in the car and see if I can fit and I certainly can the backs of the sports seats uh, are Alcantara with the cutout there's bags of room I've got three or four inches and the back is a very nice place to sit with the cutouts uh, in the roof plenty of headroom there as well works very well indeed You could get three people in. The transmission tunnel is fairly intrusive. Wouldn't like to sit in the middle seat. Nice little center console there, and you've got USB ports and your own climate control in the back of the car as well. Very, very long rear door, and the rear wheel arch barely intruding into the space. There's more carbon on the back with a rear boot lid spoiler also in a v-shape echoing again that design beautiful bits of design going the design of the cadillac badge carbon fiber underneath the bumper bar as well little v shapes, led reverse light there four stainless steel polished exhausts coming out from under the back hinting at that performance good sized boot which goes all the way back the seats don't fold down in the back but that's alright I've got a couple of cases in there or at least a case in a, a haversack a and uh, bringing three people in and their day bags no problem at all lots of lovely little touches like the Cadillac script that is embedded in the LED rear lights and also in the front lights as well and as far as the inside of the car let's sit in the passenger seat for a moment and just uh, turn off turn off the radio yeah. the rear view mirror is something that I love again it's got a little V shape to it if you tilt it up as if you were using the dimmer function there's a built-in camera at the back that automatically comes on it's not the same as the reversing camera it's dead center it looks straight back it reverses the image as if you were looking through a mirror and it is photo sensitive. It is light sensitive. So in the dark, if you've got somebody who is blinding you, when you do that, it actually adjusts automatically. Uh, we've seen that on race cars, haven't we? That's very clever transfer of technology. The shape of the door mirrors, again, with the pronounced V at the bottom of them. Again, it's just really nice integrated design. Same with the bottom of the centre console where there's the climate and the touchscreen for the nav. Touch Button for the glove box as well, which is beautifully lined. Plenty of storage space in the middle as well. Plenty of USBs as well, which is I know is important nowadays. And quite frankly, the interior of this Cadillac with Alcantara, with leather, with carbon fiber is exactly what you would expect from a premium car. Let's get back outside again. Now, the driving experience is extraordinary, and in terms of value for money, well. It's pretty good to this European's eyes. The styling of the car and the proportions, I think, work. There's possibly a little bit more behind the back wheels in terms of overhang than is fashionable in European styling at the moment. But there's no doubt to me that this car would cut a dash any time that you take it out on the road, whether it's here in North America or further afield. This car, I think it does have European appeal. It seems very European in its driving and its styling. And there's no doubt to me that if Cadillac decided to bring this car over to Europe, whether it was left or right-hand drive, then there would be a marketplace for it. And I would suggest that the market for it would be people who are driving uh, premium uh, performance saloon cars, mainly coming from Germany. So two thumbs up then for the Cadillac CTSV. The performance with the big 6.2 V8 with a supercharger, and by, I love the sound of that whistling supercharger as it gets wound up. Well, that was never going to be in doubt, but what will surprise you is the in integration of the styling cues. The, it really is more than as the sum of its parts its parts are pretty good in themselves and certainly just the whole way the car looks, it's very aggressive in a sort of understated aggressive way. It it, it hints at the performance, more than hints at the performance, but then it does deliver on the performance and I I just think the car's a lovely balance. I even like this racing metallic blue colour and the multi-spoke alloys just fit right within the wheel arches. Proof is proof needed that you don't need to go at the 20, 21, 22 inch rims on a performance car to get it to handle and to get it to look good. The wheels and the tyre combination with the Michelin rubber on this car, 30 series ZR19s on them, well they fill the wheel arches and they do the job and with the electronic aids should you require them the car is more than capable of being very entertaining on the twisty stuff so pretty good package I would say and you know, there's just something about that V8 I could listen to it all day I suppose just one last time before I have to walk away from it we should fire it up and just hear the burble. Real World Road Test. Check out more at RadioLamont.com.